Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to H&H. I'm Tanner Hickson. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jackson Huey. Welcome back to the best sports podcast on the planet. We have a lot, a lot to talk about already. The coaching carousel has already started in college football. Not yet for the NFL. Um, usually we get a maybe may a fire every now and then. In, you know, usually in season fires in the NFL. The last couple of years we saw like a good amount. Urban Meyer started that train. The Bills, but, the Bills did fire their offensive coordinator. Oh, they did. That's right. Coaching Carousel in the NFL started too. Ken Dorsey out the dough. Should have happened a while ago. Bars. Anyway, we're um Ken Dorsey is out the door for Buffalo, and a lot of other people are out the door. In the collegiate level, let's jump right in, right into that coaching carousel. First of all, we're going to start with the big whamma jamma in every sense of the word words. Jimbo Fisher is out as Texas A&M head coach. Why they couldn't wait to the end of the season. I I don't know. There's two games left. Like what? Because they got anyway. a hundred forty million dollar check from the NIL boosters Saturday <laughs> at the game. <laughs> get rid of this guy. Um, yeah, Jimbo Fisher was let go from A&M after six seasons. I just want to put it out there that if any college, any school wants to pay me and Tanner to come coach and lose some games <laughs> and then fire us and then pay us half of that to not coach their team anymore, we're, we're 100% down. <laughs> so let, let us know, dude. His buyout, A&M is paying him $76 million to leave. <laughs> $26,000 a day for the next eight years to not coach their team. He doesn't even have to coach anymore ever. <laughs> like, his buyout was $76 million up front. It's probably not getting all up front, but it, it, they owe him, like, no, a I, lot. I think, it, I think it says it's two lump sums and then payments. Yeah, it's like a like a lot. For the next two years, and then until like twenty twenty, like twenty thirty something, they owe him like seven mil a year. How's he gonna live, <laughs> dude? That's a a bargain for A and M. Even when even when they they freaking they hired him, was so much money. <laughs> like that's like no we like everybody's like no wonder he left because like they gave him like every dollar that they had. All that money that Johnny Manziel didn't get, they gave it to Jimbo. And Johnny's already said he'll help in any capacity he can. Is they hire Manziel as the coach? Can you imagine? I saw this was Cliff Cliff Kingsbury, the old OC. That could have been that could be an interesting hire. Um, it's just like it's. I think this is. This fire is similar to like the the Gus Malzahn fire for Auburn. It's like she win eight games every year. <laughs> like it's a big program, you know. Like we're not cool with just winning eight games every year. And Jimbo was this close to making the playoffs once in twenty twenty. The only loss was to Alabama. Um, I mean everybody lost to that Alabama team in twenty twenty. Um. 
But yeah, he had one really, really, really good season. And then the rest were kind of just, you know, eight and four, seven and fives, with the exception of last season with him winning five games. I mean, besides the whole money situation, I don't really hate it. Jimbo was a great recruiter. Even outside of NIL, he was a fantastic recruiter. Um, it's just, I, I don't like your A&M is going to recruit regardless, but Jimbo especially is really, really good recruiter. I just, I didn't, I didn't hate the fire outside of the whole right. money situation. I didn't really hate the fire and they got it. They ain't worried about the money. They were going to pay another coach the same thing to come coach them. <laughs> <laughs> um, whoever does replace Jimbo is like, you can't really say, oh, they got big shoes to fill because Jimbo didn't really do anything. Yeah, I got a list of candidates. You want to go through these and just kind of talk about them as we go through them? Absolutely. All right, first up, we got, obviously, Dan Lanning, head coach of Oregon. But he said he's already not going anywhere. Yeah, well, we heard coaches say this before. But pe- people said this was like the... I, I don't... I personally don't think... Riley I, thing? Yeah, I personally don't think this is like Dan, Dan Lanning second this job. I think Oregon's a bigger job. Oh yeah, they're like they're in the playoff yeah. conversation right right now as we speak. Yeah, I think Oregon's argue, or no doubt a better job. Like yeah, Texas A&M's got money, but Oregon's got Nike. They got money too. So and, and they're going to the Big Ten. Yeah, that yeah. So I don't think I don't think Lanning's moving to Texas A&M. I don't think the SEC just does, he just desires to be in the SEC that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Next is Lane Kiffin. For obvious reasons, Lane Lane is it's such a, a like a like a hot the, commodity every it's year. It's a splashy because hire. It's a splashy hire. He he's like he's a big name. Everybody knows who he is, and he's been everywhere. Yeah, I <laughs> like, just don't think I just don't know if they go after Lane, considering that he's shown that he can't win the big game. Yeah, but can you imagine like the the the, the Lane Kiffin with he, those the, Lane Kiffin with those that he gets the, sources. The people that he gets to go to Oxford, can you imagine like the kids he's gonna get at College Station? Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like, It'd be insane. That's that's gonna be yeah. That would be that would be crazy. I mean, like, I'm all for a Lane Kiffin hire. Like, he's gonna have your like college talked about, all this type of stuff. Oh yeah, you're gonna stay in the, you're gonna stay in the conversation for sure. Yeah, but it's like, it's the same job <laughs> for Lane. It's just like. One SEC West team to another. <laughs> it, it's diff- it's situations well, it's more, not going to be different. It's better NIL sources, to, I, I think. So yeah, it's like it's it's just a better school because like Kyle Field just got renovated. They hold like you know a hundred plus thousand people. Like Kyle Field is going to be rocking every week when if Lane Kiffin goes there, and it's just a better like the school has more money and it's just it's just a better recruiting like. And like it's a better, it's a better school, and it's in it's in Texas. Like you're you're gonna recruit well just based on that. Plus, Lane Kiffin recruits well anyway. Lane Kiffin would be an objectively a good hire. Yeah, I agree. Um, next is Mike Norville or Norvell from Florida State. Um, you say that like you just you're not familiar with them at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm I misspoke there for a second. Um, Norval or Norvell, however you say it. This guy, <laughs> um, Mike Norvell from Florida I don't State. Th- I don't think he leaves. I don't think so either. I, well, I it it would be a good hire. I don't just don't think oh, he it leaves. It would be a good hire, and it it'd be, be it'd be a better job for him. But um, 
I don't think he wants to clean up Jimbo's mess again. <laughs> <laughs> just take these. Just Norvell's just on the Jimbo career arc. <laughs> Go and have a great season at Florida State, and then leave for the the bag at A and M. I just I don't think he leaves. Like you go ten and yeah, zero with such so a historic either. program like Florida State, you're gonna be there for a while, you know. Like he's gonna get a mad extension. Yeah, he'll get he'll get an extension. <laughs> Next is Deion Sanders. He's not going. <laughs> Next is like, Deion Sanders. I mean, you had to put his name on this list. Just think about the same thing with Lane Kiffin. Think about the kids Deion could get it. Texas A and M. I don't think A and M would hire him though. Like, I don't I, think he's. I don't think he's proven enough. Mm-mm. But the recruiting is probably the reason he's on this list. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's going there either. I don't think. No. Next is uh, Kalen DeBoer from Washington. I don't think he leaves either. It's a. It's a better job, but I mean, maybe. Like I don't like. Maybe. Maybe. I, I think we're getting less and less likely the more we go down this list. Um my next I one, saw saw Dan Campbell was a was a candidate. Do you have him nah, on there? Uh I don't have him on here, no. But like I saw like some Instagram post, I don't remember which account, but it was like Dan Campbell. And they, they explained it like, oh, he's in he, he went to A and M. You know, like he's such like a not college coach at all. He's such a like an NFL guy, you know, and plus the lions are a super bowl. Like they have super bowl aspirations this year. Like Dan Campbell. I don't think, <laughs> I think the last thing he's thinking about is leaving. Yeah. Yeah. No, it ain't gonna be Dan Campbell. Like you see failed NFL coaches get college jobs like Matt rule Saban when he failed in Miami. The, fa- the failed NFL coaches go to college because they can't coach in the NFL, like Urban Meyer, or whatever. Dan Campbell's already a good NFL coach. There's no reason. I mean, I, I get the whole that's his alma mater, but like, this is stupid. Like, he's, he's not leaving a good NFL, like an excellent NFL situation. Right. Go right. Coach yeah. No. College. Yeah. That's why I don't have him on here. A camera. Yeah, that that's why I don't have him on here. I, I don't think he's leaving the NFL. Most most time when guys go to the NFL and are successful, they don't go back down. Yeah, no. No so, reason. Yeah, right. My, that's like the that, end goal. Yeah, right, right, right. The next the next name on this is like I said, we're getting less and less likely the more we go down this list. These are more like or this one is more like a Underrated hire. It's not going to make a splash. Jeff Trailer from UTSA. I don't think it's less likely. I think it, it could happen. You know, Jeff Trailer bought lit- like UTSA from the literal bottom. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like Texas is trying to make a splash with this next hire. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I don't think they're the program to like hire. Like, I mean, like. Florida State did that. I mean, there's such a historic program, and then they hired, you know, our good Cooper Five coach to coach them. It took them a while because I, I think that would be the case. It would take them a while, right? Maybe not. Trailer's such like a he said he has such an SEC style of coaching that maybe it would work out right away. But 
I, I wouldn't hate it. If that was the hire, I wouldn't hate it. He'd stay in Texas. He's proven to be a, a good head coach. Now, I wouldn't hate the hire. I just don't know if A&M would do that. Yeah. But the next is Cliff Kingsbury, as you mentioned before. Um, Like I, that's, a, I could easily see that. Like, he, he, regards, been, of his, he, regards of his this jobs, he's going somewhere as offensive coordinator or head coach or something, I think. He's not going to stay as a senior analyst at USC. No, like he um, – I forgot he was he, – he had a job, to be honest. Um, <laughs> like he's been a, a head coach before. He was the OC at A&M when Manziel was there. Like I think that would be a, a decent hire. <laughs> I mean, I guess. He's not really – flashy yeah and then the last one is uh or not the last one but the next one is glenn schumann co-defensive coordinator at georgia last dc to leave georgia dan lanning has a i've seen um i've seen his name on several um lists what about um rhett lashley from SMU. You think he's ready for that leap? I mean, SMU's looking elite this year. I understand it's SMU, but like. My pick, who I think will, could get the job, will get the job, whatever you want to call it, is Mike Elko from Duke. You think he will get the job? He coached there in 21 when they had the playoff caliber team. And their defense was really good that year, if I remember right. Oh, he was the DC at yeah. Oh, I I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that could be a like it would basically be a higher within situation. Right, right, right. I could, I, that I, that's my pick right now. That's my favorite quote unquote. I guess is Mike Elko. Duke yeah. has money. Duke has money too, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's argue. It's a definitely. They ain't got A and M money. They ain't got A and M money. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's got A and M money. I, I can. I'm trying to think of other guys. Like this is all, that's all I have. I mean, you could throw. I guess you could throw like Chip Kelly. Maybe I don't think he's going to the SEC though. Mm-mm. I mean, like I'm thinking of like long shots to spit by. Like maybe Sonny Dykes leaves TCU, goes to A and M for a bag. Maybe like some other guys. Let me think. Lance Leopold. Is that how you say Gu- his name? Gus Malzahn from UCF, maybe. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Who's, what's Kansas coach's name? How do you say his last name? Lance something. I don't know. Leopold. Leopold. It could be. The Kansas coach could be. Um, Eli Drinkwitz from Missouri. I mean, A&M's objectively a better job than Missouri. Like, lower SEC school to better SEC school. I don't know how likely these are at all. Um, Matt Campbell from Iowa State, maybe. Maybe he finally gets out of there. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to think. Uh, Willie Fritz from Tulane. That's That wouldn't be a bad hire. Um without much of a 180 he's done to that program. I mean, they have like the Brian Silverfield. (laughs) (laughs) 
Take now, him. if there's anyone in a ride <laughs> superfield. Um Yeah, I think my three my three most likely guys would be Trailer, Elko, Lashley would be considered too. Um probably Kingsbury. I think it's just trailer Elko and Kingsbury. This is only going to get more fun to pick up, keep up with as more jobs open up. I know. I love this. Because when one team hires, whenever uh, A&M hires somebody, I, odds are that team's going to have to replace them. Cause it's obviously, it's probably gonna be a head coach. It's, it's called a carousel for a reason. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But I wouldn't point out the, I was just saying, like, we're going to have, it's going to be like. <laughs> yeah. Who I think that they should get would be Trailer Elko. Trailer's such like a culture guy, you know? Like, the second he got there, UTSA was winning games. You know, that's just, that is, that's not, that doesn't happen on accident. Um, so I, I think Jeff Trailer would probably be my number one just because he's a he's such like a like he reminds me of Sam Pittman like his character you know such like a you know you go in there and it's like you know what I mean instantly yeah. his his team another job that might be open <laughs> what Arkansas oh yeah I think definitely I wouldn't fire him but it's probably going to be open. We move on to the next one. We can. You got another. You got another one. You want to talk about offhand, or we just go through? Talking about like the next job. That's what I'm talking about. Just, I think the only other one is Mississippi State, right? Well, there's a little bit. There's a couple more. Oh. There's some, that been, there's some that's been open for a minute. Oh, I know what you're talking about. We'll mm-hmm. just let's just let's just go in order. I of like most interesting, I guess. Okay, well let's go to Mississippi State then. They fired Zach Arnett. Surprisingly. Uh, in my opinion, he was never their guy. I know. Like the personnel he, did not match his coaching at all. He he well, that's took, not I'm saying what I'm saying is that's not who they wanted. But they were they were stuck with how Yeah late everything tragically happened they had to do mm-hmm. everybody already everybody already taking jobs so here's the list is it the same <laughs> no it's not the same dan mullen just bring dan mullen back i wouldn't actually i actually wouldn't hate that if he if he hires people to recruit for him i, I don't hate it if he's just going to not recruit then <laughs> yeah 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 I don't really don't really care for him Jamie Chadwell, head coach of Liberty. He's been working wonders at Liberty. They're still undefeated. Um, he was Coastal's coach. Right. And then he went to Liberty. I, I don't hate that, you know. Yeah, I don't either. I honestly probably wouldn't hate any of these. Rhett Lashley is the next name. He's on this list. This. I, I think that would be a great hire. I think he's a good coach. Uh, Jeff Levy. 
He's the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. Recently, oh, at, yeah. recently at Ole Miss. Worked under Lane Kiffin. He um he was Dylan Gabriel's OC at UCF before he transferred. Yeah, and he worked at Ole Miss too, didn't he? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. I just I just know that's the reason Gabriel went to OU because they hired Levy. Glenn Schumann's on this list too. Okay. And then my pick, Willie Fritz. I think Willie Fritz gets a job. This is my <laughs> pick for Mississippi State. It's Willie Fritz. Him or Lashley. Yeah. It, yeah. Just up and coming guys from group of somebody, five. <laughs> Elijah was saying somebody that could score some points. More than one offensive touchdown in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Poor Will Rogers. Ryan Silverfield is your guy. <laughs> Poor Will Rogers. He can score some offensive touchdowns. Let me tell you, right? Let me tell you about Ryan Silverfield. You're going to give up the same amount of touchdowns, but you're going to score some touchdowns. I know. Don't listen to any of our previous three podcasts because we – let me tell you about Ryan Silverfield. He's such a great uh, <laughs> great guy. You know, he'll, he'll hate, definitely – hate to see him go. He, he'll definitely coach your team. I can't tell you how well, but he'll definitely coach your team. <laughs> no comment. No comment at all. Uh, yeah, I like I like either Willie Fritz or Rhett Lashley. Jeff, Jeff Trailer too. Just the up and coming group of five guys. Give them a chance. You know, it'll work out. Nick Saban was a Kent State coach once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't hate any of those candidates, like I said. Yeah. Michigan State. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, Michigan State. Who who could go there? I got Chip Kelly. Chris Kleiman. Kansas State head coach. Elko's on this list. Matt Campbell, Kansas coach Lance. I'm, I I can't say it. <laughs> we we'll just call him Lance. Uh, Johnson Smith, Oregon State. Dave Clawson, Wake Forest. Jake Dickert, offensive coordinator, Washington State. And Jason Candle, head coach of Toledo. Toledo too. Yeah, that's who I picked to get the job. <laughs> Who's Jason the Fresno State, State coach? Jason Candle. It is. I think he should get a job. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why I was getting at earlier. Is a lot of these names we're not bringing up now are going to get brought up in later jobs. Hmm. I think Fresno State's been good like every year for a while. Jeff Tedford. Has he been there a while? That's his alma mater. I don't mean he won't leave, but. Jeff Tedford. He was the coach from 2017 to 2019, and now he's the coach again. What? Why did he leave? I don't know. Did he retire and then just say never mind? 
I don't know. He was a CFL quarterback. How about it? Is that why he left? I don't know. Well, I'll see if I can Wait, what, where else did he coach? He was the CFL head coach in 2015. He's the head coach of Cal for 10 years. 02 to 2012. He's definitely a candidate now. In my, in my mind, if he wants to leave. He stepped down for health reasons in 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess he got better. Yeah, I think he could definitely coach a Power 5 team. Oh, yeah, me too. He, he, was the, he was the Cal coach for 10, 11 seasons. And he's been a coach since 89. Speaking of Cal, how does Washington State lose to Cal? Washington State hasn't won a game in like six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I got Jason Candle, Toledo's coach for this job. I read that somewhere and I was like, yeah, that kind of. I mean, like, you know, Northern, stay Northern, yeah, right. whatever. I think Tedford gets considered for some jobs because he's experienced. I think somebody would be. Good to hire him if he wants to leave. For sure. If he wants to leave his alma mater, I don't know if he would want to or not, but it's kind of an awkward situation <laughs> leaving your alma mater for a better job. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Northwestern, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. They fired Pat Fitzgerald and made David, Pro- David Braun the interim. They need to hire David Braun. Keep David Braun, bro. He he's literally. They, they what are they 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 have so far above expectation. Yeah, bro. like I don't they're, think this is I don't they, think this they've quintupled they they quintupled their win projections for us this year. Yeah, I don't think this is gonna. I don't think this is a question. I think if they don't if they don't do this, then they made the wrong move. Like you you keep keep bro. All their players are coming out tweeting saying remove the tag. All this you got, you got like, bro, you got to And he's winning, like, not like. You know, I mean, we say winning, but we had him winning zero games. I had them winning one game, <laughs> confidently. Like, objectively, it was like this team is terrible, terrible situation, whatever. And then they're fi- they're five and five. That's insane. Like, keep, bro. Yeah. The only way you just not keep Braun, if if like Nick Saban's like, I want to coach at Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you tell you tell David like, I'm sorry, <laughs> an opportunity of your life. You think people would actually go to Northwestern if Nick Saban went? Like it's Northwestern. <laughs> why are we? Why are we entertaining this? Um, like this conversation's like <laughs> we really came up with this conversation. <laughs> you think guys would actually commit to Northwestern if Nick Saban was just like, I'm the head coach now? <laughs> Maybe. I think Saban's the only coach in America that could just do that. <laughs> Be like, I'm your head coach now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. Kirby Smart might have that pull now. Yeah, there's like there's like two or three guys that could just do that. Uh, the last coaching job I have open is Boise State. They fired their coach. Oh, that's right. Their candidates were Dirk Cotter, co-editor. He was there before. He was the interim before, I think. Where is he now? Nowhere. Tim Banks, defensive coordinator, Tennessee. Jeff Choate, offensive coordinator, Texas. Bush Hamden, offensive coordinator, Boise State. And this one threw me off. Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, that that's actually that would be so fire. Kellen Moore comes back the head coach, dude. I would love that. That would be so fire. That is also a name I didn't see him. I didn't see him nowhere. But think about him and him and Startwell. I, I, I want him, I want him in Boise, bro. I didn't see his name nowhere for Startwell, but that would be crazy, bro. I want him in Boise. I didn't even think about that, bro. I forget he coach like he's an OC. He holds it out long enough. He might get the head coaching job in Los Angeles. He was getting head coach looks when he was in Dallas. That's what I'm saying. He, uh, the Brandon Staley situation is not looking too high right now. <laughs> he might, he might can hold out for that NFL head coaching job up there. But that would be so cool though. If Boise's like, come on, Kellen, <laughs> that would I, be I, this, so fire. I wanted to talk about this one because I saw his name and I was like, Hmm. That would be so cool to see. Like Kellen Moore's casual legend put Boise on the map and then he's the head coach now. I after... didn't think Boise was that bad this year. Like they're, they're, they're mid. I mean, five, five and five. Never I was supposed to say they didn't look that bad against us, but I mean you lose to us. We beat we beat three and six Charlotte in overtime, so <laughs> you lose to us, you're probably pretty bad. I put down Dirk Coetter or Cotter for this job. Who was he again? He was there. I, I looked it up, or I didn't. I've got it off here. He was there. Um, he coached for the Falcons for a little bit. What did he do for them? Hold on, give me just a second. He was the interim, most recently served as the interim officer coordinator at Boise State. Interim OC? Correct. Mm -hmm. Right now, he is nowhere. He was an offensive analyst before that. He worked at Boise in 2022. He worked for the Falcons, the Bucks, the Jaguars. He was the head coach at Boise in 1998. Oh, I'm probably gonna change my hire. If they're hired within, it's probably gonna be Bush Hamden. <laughs> I'm pushing for Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, go back. Kellen Imagine Moore, Kellen Moore would be the most fun hire. I just don't. I just. I just. I think he'll get an NFL job. That would be so cool, though. But like, imagine like you tell your like you're the OC for the LA Chargers, like a NFL team in LA, and then you tell your family, "Yeah, we're going back to Boise." <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the job at Boise. It's a better job. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be so cool, though. I would. I'm, I want that to happen. Matt, if like, it's not if it's not him, I'm probably gonna change mine too. I just changed it, but I'm gonna change it again. 
Jeff Choate from Texas. I don't know. I could see Tim Banks. I could see Tim Banks, maybe. I think I think Jeff Lebby would be a good hire for somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't think he leaves, but I, I think he, he would be a good coach somewhere. But I'm pushing for Kellen Moore at Boise. That would be fun. I, hire Kellen. That would be fun. His name being on this list is crazy. I'm gonna take Bill Belichick to be the Boise coach next year. <laughs> Bill, he's sick of he's sick of <laughs> Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones. That the, imagine that. Oh, Belichick hits you up, be like yo, <laughs> I like he's the other. He's one of the only other guys, and be like, I'm your coach now. <laughs> and you're, you're like, okay. Your guy got fired too, by the way. Or not fired, but he ain't coming back. Brian Ferentz, Iowa's offensive coordinator. I don't know why he got fired. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw this coming? <laughs> yeah, like, Iowa saw that they statistically cannot average 25 a game this season, and they said, he's out. I think, but what I think that we mentioned this before. Imagine if Iowa goes to the national championship, right? Like they, they do all of this. They go to the national champ and they still average under 25. Do you still keep the guy <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been hilarious. Like they have that, that debate within like this guy took a, this, this, this guy's offense took us to the national championship. The name I saw on this was Tim Polisek or Polisek Polisek officer coordinator, Wyoming. He was at Iowa before, I believe. I don't, like think, a, I don't think you hire anybody that's been involved with that program before ever. <laughs> you get some fresh blood in there. <laughs> he, Yeah, he was the um, offensive oh. line coach at Iowa. I think Penn State. So that also. might be all right. Hey, he was offensive line coach. I might be all right. <laughs> I think I think Penn State also fired their OC, right? They did. I got them on. I got them on here too. Who who would want to come to Iowa and be their OC, bro? I I know like. Hey. <laughs> I think Iowa. I know what Iowa's going to do. They're going to hire some bummy weirdo that has never seen an offensive playbook before in their life. Like, hey, you want to call our plays? (laughs) But they need to get somebody who's, like, super creative. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody's, nobody's going to Iowa to call plays. I think the rankings just came out. Here they go, right here. Missouri's up to nine. Oh, really? I haven't been live, watching. Top ten, right? Rank- we just called the top ten, boys. Live rankings? Louisville's, Louisville's ten, Missouri's nine, Alabama's eight. Alabama's still at eight? That means Texas is probably at seven. The top six has not changed at all, I, I, I'm guessing. Texas is seven. It's going to be... Oregon six, Washington five, Florida State, Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan, and Georgia. 
unless they bump up Ohio State over Michigan. We're going to take a break, so we'll go back to our little deal here. Regularly scheduled. Um, but, yeah, on the candidates for Penn State, I have Jawan Sider, who is their interim offensive coordinator. We've got to see what he does first. My bad. Yeah, I'm just putting him on here because – and I don't even have a best candidate for this, but Joe Moorhead, head coach of Akron. Oh. Sean Lewis, officer coordinator at Colorado, who just got demoted. He's not calling plays anymore? No, he got demoted. Dion demoted him. <laughs> these two Why? are a little more inter- these two are a little more interesting and and they, they're not going to Iowa, but they might go to Penn State to call plays. Uh Joe Brady. He's the interim at Buffalo. He's interim at Buffalo, yeah. And he might get that job. And Cliff Kingsbury. Cliffy Poo is going to be in consideration for any OC job. Penn State. James Franklin's done this before. He dipped into the and got um, Diaz. Manny Diaz? Yeah, Manny Diaz and researched his career. Now, obviously, Kingsbury's always coached in the South. But so had Diaz before. So, so had James Franklin. Right. So maybe Franklin could get Kingsbury up there to call his plays for him. That'd be. I saw. Lot, I saw. I saw this the other day. James. It's my tweet that James Franklin Lee is the only coach ever to, to coach Vanderbilt to nine and three, and then only have Penn State go ten and two every year. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you can get Kingsbury up there to call plays, you got to do it. Like that's got to be the. It would. Kingsbury just isn't just this dynamic play caller, right? But he at least opens the offense up, at least spreads it out a little bit. Oh, they spread he, it out. They spread a, it out with that swinging gate on two point conversion. That's what got him <laughs> fired. They spread it out. They opened it up, put the lineman out wide. He opens the playbook a little, little too much sometimes, but. <laughs> He's not like I'm not, I'm not talking about Kingsbury. I'm talking about Penn State the other day. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Penn State is like what I'm saying is I know, yeah, I know King, King, Kingsbury will throw the ball on third and seven. Like he will. <laughs> Penn State, like every third and like mid was a run, and you're playing Michigan. This isn't UL Monroe. This is Michigan. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you really just not trust Drew Aller that much? Penn State rant there. But, like, King's putting up the offense a little bit. He'll spread the guys out. He's he's not afraid to throw the ball in any down. Right. And he's got some RPO in him, too. Coach Kyler, Coach... Whoever else at Texas Tech, he coached Johnny Manziel. Like Drew Allard, I think would be best served to have somebody like Kingsbury. You know, I think they should go get somebody like Kingsbury if they can. Yeah. If and then A and M doesn't offer, offer him the head coach job. Right. Yeah. Then USC fired their defensive coordinator. I don't know why they fired him either. It was doing Alice Grinch. 
He's definitely like he's definitely a coach. <laughs> I mean, that's all. He definitely you, put he like, definitely put eleven men on the field. He's 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 def he definitely called play like he's he's a coordinator for sure. We'll give some him that. Some of these names, some of these names are Zach Arnett. He's obviously he's gonna be a hot commodity for Davis Corner. He he won't have no oh, he won't have no problem finding a job. Like he's gonna be just sitting there waiting on them DC jobs. <laughs> uh, Will Muschamp, who's the co-defensive coordinator at Georgia, I don't know. I don't think he would leave and take this job. He might. I don't know. Just to just to get that co off his name, he might. Mm-hmm. How um, do you co-coordinate? How do you know when to hand it off to somebody else? I don't know. How do you but, how do you co-coordinate? Is like do, is it is it the two co's or like I want this play? Like one co is like I want this play. The other's like I want this one and the head coach just decides. Like what how are you I co I don't know. I don't know. George is the only team I've seen with the co co-coordinators. Does like do you just switch off every game? How do you is know the team that to, good? As, as another keep, as another team, how do you know which one to hire? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> which, which one, one of you call this play? <laughs> which one of you are actually calling plays? <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> well, I don't. How do you co-coordinate? That's so weird. I don't know, but anyway, Deanton Land, the defensive coordinator at UCLA, did they poach their anybody hiring him? Um, and Jimmy Lenard, former defensive coordinator of Wisconsin. My favorite for the job. Somebody with Big Ten He's coaching a, experience defensively. It's a, it's a Paul Chris guy. Paul Chris could be in some considerations too. Yeah, uh, old Wisconsin coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I think was, he, I was gonna say yeah. Jimmy worked for him, and then he decided not to stay on when Fickle went. He could be like a. He's like yeah. I think he's a Mississippi State kind of guy. I think somebody somebody would be, be like good to go out and get him. Imagine like I think that, that that's like a northwestern hire, you know. If the date if they're not, like not to get David Braun, that would like Paul Chris probably just feels like a you know yeah northwestern guy, you know. I don't know. I think Paul Chris is a good coach though. I, I still don't understand why he was fired because like they haven't missed a bowl game in two decades. You know, right. Deanton Lamb was also on the San Diego State uh, head coaching search. Forgot to mention that one. Ryan Grubb. Ryan Grubb. Yeah, they fired him. No, he re- he's retiring. He's retiring. My bad. Oh, okay. Ryan Grubb is my favorite for that job. Where, co- yeah. Officer coordinator of Washington. I guess I could see uh, some... Brent Vigen or Vigen. I I can never say these names. Montana State's head coach. I think they're all right. <laughs> um, I, the the Washington OC is going to get some looks. Like any good offense, that the, the offensive coordinator is like going to get calls. You know. Right. Yeah. For sure. Because that's just the. That's yeah. He's my favorite for this job. The um, San Diego James State. Madison, the James Madison head coach. 
You think he gets any any calls? I don't know. He might. I don't know. Oh wait, here's the top four. It's the same. I bet. Number four, Florida State. Number three, Michigan. Number two, Ohio State. Number one, Georgia. Georgia goes to one. I think that's that's deserved. They killed Ole Miss. Yeah. Watched it five or in six. I was surprised. I knew it was the same teams. It was just, how's the committee going to order them? Tennessee fell to 18. Arizona's up to 17. I was up to 16. Tulane dropped. Kansas is still ranked. Tulane went up one spot. Oklahoma State's still being ranked. It's super crazy. Yeah. But anyway, that's all of our coaching carousel for right now. For right now. We spent 45 minutes on three good jobs. Yeah, that's true. But, you know. (laughs) Missouri went up five spots, man. Missouri's in the top ten. That's kind of crazy. I had them bad. <laughs> I had them suck. I had a seven-point road loss. For the Memphis Tigers. What? So oh, how yeah. about a seven-point road loss for the Memphis Tigers? Put us in. I think we get in next week if we win this week. And don't uh don't call it a neutral side game because it wasn't. Heck no. <laughs> anyway. I'm ready. I'm ready for pickums, baby. Forty five minutes and we're not even talking about the games. It's that time of the year, baby. Anywho, week twelve. Week eleven recap real quick. We both went seventeen and eight. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not sixteen and nine. Let's go. Well, that's and the same. I now you're on the seventeen and eight kick. Yeah, I didn't go down. I didn't lose ground. I stayed. I'm. I'm not gonna gain ground unless I don't pick a game right this week and I go seventeen and eight again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only chance I have. One hundred ninety and ninety six to one hundred ninety nine to seventy seven. You're still doing pretty good. Like, oh, I'm only nine games back now. Where are you getting nine? Right? No, I said 180 and 96 to 199 and 77. Oh, I'm 19 games back. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a little, little different. A little ways. Well, let's see if you can make little ways. Let's see if you can make up some ground. Here we go. Here's your game of the week. Wait a minute. That's not. Hold on. Never mind. Yeah, I'm right. I thought they played them this week. It's next week. Colorado at Washington State. I thought they played Utah this week, but that's next week. Washington State is on a one, two, three, four, five, six game losing streak after starting four and zero and getting two ranked wins. Dose. They're terrible. They're losing to teams like Stanford and Arizona State and Cal. So is Washington Colorado. State is Washington State is cooked. So is Colorado. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> They're losing Colorado. to the same teams. Colorado, man. Fall from 
fall from grace, can we call it? They haven't won a game. They're not making a bowl game unless they can win these last two. And they're not beating Utah. They're not beating Utah. I'll go gay if they beat Utah. I don't know who to pick. This is, they're having a mid-off. <laughs> Nobody's watching this game on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's staying up to 1030 to like to tune into Colorado, Washington State. Not doing that. Oh, dear Lord. I guess I'm going to go with Washington State at home. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I'll go Colorado. They're favored by... I'll go they're favored by just to be different. They're favored by four and a half at home. I, I guess I'll go watch and stay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go Colorado sure. just to be different. SMU at Memphis. I know what it is, baby. Already know what it is, baby. We going. With the tiger, the Tigers, and so Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium in good old Memphis, Tennessee. So basically, we play up and down to our competition more than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Yes, and I wouldn't have had a problem if after Ron Silver around that double reverse triple double screen pass or whatever it was on third down in the red zone. If Larry Veach would have went down there and snatched his headset off his head and fired him right then. <laughs> that was the that was it. <laughs> the fact that we are eight and two is absolutely insane. The fact that we're this good, this over five hundred miraculous in my book. I'm going. One. I'm going. I'm going Memphis because we're going to probably going to play the best game of the season this week. Because <laughs> we're probably going to we're probably going to play like how we did in the first half against North Texas. Yeah, we're probably going to play the lights out. We're probably going to play the most amazing game we've played all year, and we're probably not. I'm probably let up twenty eight. Let up. Let up twenty eight points in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, we're perfect Memphis gonna... script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. But yeah, I'll go Memphis just because I have to. I mean, SMU is a team we usually like outside of last season. We always beat SMU. Well, it might change. It may not probably jinx that, but SMU has been lights out this year too. They're like top 10 in total offense and defense this year. Winner this likely goes to the conference championship game. Uh, that's, that's what if, if SMU wins, they're locked in pretty much. If we win, we're pretty much locked in. I don't think so. We need UTSA to lose. They got played Tulane. Oh, that's right. Last game of the year, they played Tulane. And then to go by, then to go by best record, best overall record, probably I think because um we didn't play each other. So we need to win this game pretty much. We gotta win out. <laughs> I mean, who do we play? We play SMU and then Temple. That's at Temple. That's such a loss. <laughs> that would that would be such a Memphis loss if we <laughs> lost that. You put that in the books. If we win this week, we're losing at Temple next week. 
that's what's just gonna happen. Anyway, let's not spend that. That would be ter- so demoralizing. So, so demoralizing. It would. Let's not just spend a ton of time talking about. That we we get that we we have that 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 like that wording at the top of the screen the whole game. Uh, Memphis gets in American Championship if they win, and then we lose. We 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 like are up like forty five nothing at halftime, and then we lose. <laughs> 28-3 start of the third quarter absolute loss yeah anyway number three Michigan on the road at Maryland okay why was Michigan's interim crying on TV (laughs) crying swearing (laughs) yeah all of the above he he won it for Jim. He won it. He won it for Jim Harbaugh. It. I was watching it and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> it was like it was, a, a switch just flipped in him. He was like, he looks all respectful up at the at the interview and then it just completely changed. I was like, I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, dang, this dude might get some some looks. And then he just goes in there and just throws out every cuss word in the book. On all the his television. consideration <laughs> out the door. Not anymore. <laughs> he just threw... Every cuss word in the book <laughs> out in like 30 seconds, and I was like, <laughs> Um, Michigan's still Michigan, man. Like, without Harbaugh, yeah, it don't, it don't matter, they're still gonna win. Yeah, they're definitely not losing to Maryland, so I'm going Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Maryland's not gonna, you know, make this a question. Anyway, the mighty Rutgers run off their shutout loss. I gave up 22 to Iowa. Not many teams can do that. <laughs> At Penn State. You suck so bad, you give up double digits to Iowa. Let alone 22. Penn State's favored to beat Rutgers by as many points as Iowa scored last week. Yeah, I'm going to go Penn State. Penn State's reeling off a loss against Michigan. Got embarrassed. Not really, but kind of. Why did they... Okay, first of all, speaking of that game, why did they go for it with like four minutes left on their own side of the field? Because there was four minutes left. But you were only down by like one possession. You don't punt. Yeah, you, you had, do. You got three timeouts and I four know minutes. Had, they had two timeouts, actually. Okay, two timeouts. Two timeouts. You you don't have a timeout. You haven't stopped Michigan. I mean, you have, but like. But why would you give them? You're already down by eight. That's or, the reason. Why Why would you give them the ball in the red zone? <laughs> I don't know. And then Corum <laughs> scores on the next play. It's like. You know, Michigan has a or Penn State's driving. They, they have a fourth down attempt to drive well, down would, the field. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they were driving. They was they had no, the ball. No, they, they weren't driving. No, they had the ball with a chance to tie the game late in the fourth quarter, and then you know you don't get the fourth down, and then Corum scores on the next play. You got to punt that ball. Talk about a flip the switch, man. You got like punt no that they. Ball. I think they took the delay and then they still went for it. No, they didn't. 
No, they just went for it. You got to punt the ball, man. If it was if it was a minute left, I understand. But like you got or two minutes left, but it's four minutes left. You got to punt the ball and put the faith in your defense on that. I think. They, I mean, they've, they've yeah, and been, your and your defense, defense has gotten been, stops all game. Yeah, they've gotten stops all day. Why? Why are you? Why putting them why, on the field? Why then are you like I don't know? <laughs> you know. <laughs> but like surface level, two timeouts, four minutes left. You know, I it's not complete a completely horrible decision. It was just the the things that followed that made it suck. Because like Coram scored on the next play. Made and the game. I don't, I don't. And then another thing I didn't understand is why they went for two on the first try. Like, go for two on the second try. Keep the field goal. Make it an eight point game. And then if you get the ball and score again, then you worry about the two point conversion. <laughs> yeah. Versus if you don't, if you don't get it on the first try, then it's when it's, if you want to chase points, difference. you do it early. You know, uh, like early, early in the game. I, I mean, like early. I don't, I don't care what the analytics say. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I'm talking about like early in the game. If you want to chase points to get back in the game, you do it like that's what I'm saying. Like first half, early third quarter, not late in the fourth quarter when oh yeah yeah the yeah, game's yeah, on yeah. the line. We're on the we're on the same page. Yeah, so you kick the field goal, make an eight point game, and then if you get the onside kick, then you and score, then you go for two. Yeah. All that to say, I'm gonna go Penn State. Yeah, me too. I had them going 12 and over. <laughs> Anywho, Oklahoma at BYU. Me owe you, man. Oh, you. Yeah, I got to go Oklahoma too. I Pizza lost breaks my, off of West Virginia off for that crazy I lost, two game losing streak. I lost all my uh, upset picks, so I'm going uh, be a little more conservative this week. Oh yeah, you did pick West Virginia last week, and you still have the same record as me. <laughs> like you pick all these crazy upsets every week, and we still have the same record. When I'm thinking I'm making the best picks possible, because you picked Penn State, you picked Vanderbilt. That was definitely not the best pick possible. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, you picked South Tennessee. Carolina is struggling. You picked Tennessee, also not the best pick possible. We I both only picked Tennessee, Missouri. We both picked Oklahoma State, and they go out and get walloped at UCF. What was that, bro? <laughs> like, what? They go, you go beat OU, and then the next week, <laughs> you get murdered by UCF. <laughs> what? I picked Rutgers. I didn't hit. What both picked, in the we, heck was that? We both picked Wisconsin. Oh, they Ar- lost too. You picked Arkansas, also not your greatest moment. Who did they lose to? Auburn. They got killed. I told you on the podcast, put all your oh, money yeah. on Auburn plus three. <laughs> three and a half, whatever it was. I don't know, man. I miss Auburn's bowl eligible I miss, now. I missed TCU and I missed Ole Miss. Yeah, weren't wasn't Wasn't there a finest week in the world? No, I think we had to go back all the way up here week one for that. <laughs> Our 20 and five weeks, we were looking pretty darn good. Until week ones you, are always good because until of the, you had that 13 and 12 week. Dude, that's when it all went downhill. 
Yeah, you've had, and 12. you've had good weeks ever since then. That, that's the week where you just lost all ground. Oh, no, it was right here. Week seven, 12 and 14. Oh, that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you lost all ground. And then afterwards, I was like, what a week. What a week for you. You did great that week. I know, dude. You, you losing record on college football pickums is I hope I hope nobody listened to our podcast to put your money or put your picks in a parlay on FanDuel. Because <laughs> they were probably or no, even better straight up because they still lost money. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I get credibility from the our first week of pickums on the like the first week last season. Like, oh this guy picked Florida to beat Utah. And then it happened like credible. No. <laughs> not after this season. I lost all not, credibility. You're still not doing terrible. You're over 50%. It's not bad. Compared to you, it's bad. Hey, some of us know ball. Some of us don't, so. No, some of these are just like, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to pick these guys to win just because, and then they win just because. Like what? <laughs> well, here you go. Here's your one. Number 18, Utah at Arizona. Or they might be number 18 no more. I've had no, this was before the rankings came out. Arizona's favored by one. This is about as close as it gets as far as like, I don't know. Who do you want? I think Utah is a better team overall. One of two things is going to happen. Utah is going to murder them or Arizona is just going to win. If Utah wins, Utah is going to kill them. Yeah. Because probably. I think, I think up front on both offensive defense, Utah has them completely outmatched. As far as the trenches go, Utah is like up there. In like the well, entire, you, you take the entire you take country. whoever you want. I'm gonna take the opposite. That's been your formula all year. No, it hasn't. Yes, it. <laughs> yes, it has. Don't 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 even say it hasn't. You, who's Tanner picking that bet? Other team. No, like the first five or six weeks, I already had mine filled out before I even asked you. Whatever. I'm gonna go with Utah. Until I shared the note with you, and I, then I stopped doing it because you could see my picks. I'm going Utah. I think okay. the trenches are going to decide this game. This bloodbath in the Pac-12. You get the last three weeks of the Pac-12, bro. So sad. Um, I'm going with Utah. I'm the going Arizona. I'll go Arizona. This game. Dude, this game's with the Pac-12 network? What are we doing? A ranked game? Well, they got to get all their money they can out of that Pac-12 network. Pac-12 network is not going to be a thing next year. Dude, that <laughs> network is just useless. <laughs> just like the Pac, the Pac Zero network. The Pac Two, just Oregon State and Washington State, just play each other twelve times. That would be so fun. I thought they got thirteen. I thought they got invited to a conference. Washington State and Oregon State? Did they not? No, the rest of them did. Or the other two did. Yeah, everybody else. So they're the only two. Okay, so that makes me all right. Flashback to the coaches. Do you think Oregon State's coach might take a job somewhere? 
since they're not going to be in a conference? Like, I think they might be inclined to because, like, they're probably going to be independents. Pac-12 just d- fizzles. It's not a thing anymore. Yeah, unless I'm they saying, just bring like, unless they just bring the Mountain West to the Pac-12. <laughs> Yeah, and Oregon State and Washington State will dominate that conference. <laughs> I guess. But like in theory. If if they stay independence, or if they or if they go to independence, because you, you can't have a two team conference. If they go to independence, you could. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I think the Oregon State. Coach probably leaves. Does he take the back of the Mississippi State job or something? He takes a job. Some job. <laughs> because that's like such an awkward situation to go from like a really good conference in the Pac-12 and you're, you're a top 10 school. I mean, I guess you're like, what, 12 now? You're a top 15, you're 11. You're a top 12 school in the nation in a very respectable conference. And then next year you're like, oh, sorry, you're an independent. (laughs) Yeah, that is, that is crazy. I think he's, I think he's been looking at (laughs) coaching jobs since the start of the year. Or since Probably they started so. talking about disbanding the freaking Act 12. Yeah, I've been talking to his AD like, hey, if we don't do something, <laughs> um, I'm going. I'm out. I'm out. Anyway, back to Pickums. Number two, Georgia and Knoxville face Tennessee. Or number one, Georgia. My bad. Number, number one, one now. Number one, Georgia facing Tennessee. I'm going dogs. I, I said this at the beginning of the year. I think before the schedule came to, I said ten, Tennessee in my mind was the only team that I think could beat Georgia this year because at the beginning of the year, it looked like such a cupcake schedule. But then, you know, Missouri turned into a respectable opponent. Ole Miss was a top 10 win. Obviously, it's not a cupcake schedule anymore. I don't think so. Well, nobody's beating Georgia in the regular season. Give me the dogs. Whatever I'm saying is not going to make me pick Tennessee. I'm just saying, I think, I thought at the beginning of the year, I thought Tennessee was the only team in my mind. Yeah, me me and you both. That could have beaten Georgia in the regular season. Yeah. I'm still going to go Georgia. Georgia's. Yeah, it's it's no question. Tennessee, if they put as they did against Missouri, they might not score this week. <laughs> Three points with two minutes left. That's about it. A field goal with two minutes left. At that point, you don't even try the kicker out there. Why <laughs> even kick? That's some that's some Mike Variable stuff. Let's not get shut out. I, I saw I'll got to save that for later, but it was funny. Illinois at number twenty-two Iowa. The over-under is 30 and a half. Listen, <laughs> I was breaking records this year. That's <laughs> what they could say. My 10 and 2 record is looking looking juicy, delicious. Um, 
going with Iowa. Yeah, I'm going I'm slamming Iowa. the under, slamming the under, going Iowa. Iowa, twelve to eight. Twelve to eight. Going six zero. <laughs> Again. Yeah. <laughs> number twenty four. I, I keep saying these numbers, but they're not their numbers no more. North Carolina, fresh off a field storm win against Duke, but they're back at quarterback. I think they're always going to storm the field. It's it's Duke UNC. Like I I I, I can get that. I'm going to go. Cle- Clemson's favored by a touchdown in this game. Vegas heard Dabo. Dabo wow. said, "Buy stock. Buy, you better buy stock and Clemson wants down." Vegas heard Dabo, and he's not going to listen to a kid. I'll go North Carolina just because you went Clemson. Yeah, I'm going to go Clemson. The last tell me why, time I tell picked, me why I just I typed, against, tell me why I just typed North Clemson on my name. North Clemson. It's Dabo's next job if he keeps coaching like this. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going Clemson at home. The last time I picked against Clemson at home, they beat Notre Dame. And then his famous post-game interview. I'm going with Clemson. Kate Klubnick has been has been all right. He's been better. Kate Klubnick has been better. And UNC doesn't really have a defense, so I'm going to go with Clemson. Sounds good. Now, now, if I'd have told you at the beginning of the year, this this would be an unranked matchup. You told me I was crazy. UCLA on the road at USC. This is USC's last game of the regular season, which is kind of crazy. Have they had a bye? Has USC had a bye? They played in week zero. I don't think they've stopped. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I'm going to UCLA. USC finished year seven five. USC hasn't had a bye all year. (laughs) (laughs) Just straight football. The second the season starts. (laughs) No breaks. Straight points is what it was. (laughs) Allowed and scored. Brother, that's so... You don't get a bye all year? That's great. Great schedule, Lincoln. (laughs) No bye for the boys at all. Look at our vibe before the playoffs, he said. Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> UCLA's talking about firing Chip Kelly. I think this is the week that USC finally wins again. Yeah, I'm going to go USC at, at home against a rival. I'm going UCLA. Two programs on the up and up. NC State at Virginia Tech. Am I actually going to pick Virginia Tech this week? (laughs) Hello? In Lane Stadium? Virginia Tech? Are you going Virginia Tech? 
I actually am. I'm going NC State. Tell, yeah, look, no, I'm not just picking the opposite of you. No, I was about to say, like, this is, this is your formula all year. <laughs> no, it's not. And then you continue <laughs> to do that. Once we start picking games. Yeah, dude. I, we literally both picked Georgia. Both Virginia Tech. Iowa, Virginia Tech. Both picked Penn State. <laughs> is third in the ACC right now. They're four and two in conference. They still got playing North Carolina. They already play them. I don't know. They play Virginia next week. Oh, so they get both, both Virginia teams. No, they, they play Virginia next week. Is what I'm saying. They play Virginia Tech this week. Are you talking about UNC? Or who are you talking about? NC, NC State? State? Oh, okay. I'm talking about Virginia Tech plays Virginia next week. Oh, is I'm talking about NC State. Does NC State start to play North Carolina? Oh, yeah. Next week. Sorry. That's what I thought. NC State is also tied for third in the ACC. I thought that's who you were talking about. Did you say Virginia Tech? I meant Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is third in the ACC as well. At a four and two conference record. Interesting. They went out. They have a six and two conference record. Let's look at the eight. What, what is the ACC, bro? What? It, a little tangent. Little, this is the tangent episode. We have. Okay. Florida State and Louisville is looking like the conference title game right now. And then we have UNC, NC State, and Virginia Tech tied for third. So, I mean, Louisville has to lose. Who's their loss? The Pitt. Why'd they lose to Pitt, bro? Right after I said they could go undefeated. <laughs> right they after it. Literally right after it. They don't play nobody else either, I don't think. Like, Louisville had such an easy path of the playoff. I mean, they play Miami and Kentucky. That's not nobody. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But it kind of is, same time. Miami's, Miami's quarterback broke his arm. He he got tired of throwing picks. I'm not talking about Van Dyke. I'm talking about their freshman. Well, that's right. They started their freshman. Yeah, he broke his arm. on the. Yeah, he's done. On, like, the, game bro, winning, he... on the game winning drive, he broke his arm. And Tyler Van Dyke had to come in and you know how that went. He threw a pick. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> how many picks then, does Bro have? And then Devin, Devin Leary forgot, forgot how to play football, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> elite quarterback scheduling. You get Leary and Van Dyke. Back to back weeks. Louisville knows what knows what to do. Yeah. Those are instant wins. We were, we were talking about you were. Oh no, we were talking about Virginia Tech, NC State. I thought we were still in the USC UCLA game. I was like, how did we get talking about Louisville? <laughs> the things we spiral off to. Let's spiral off <laughs> UNLV at Air Force. <laughs> oh, we're talking about Air Force in the New Year's Six. Not happening. Probably, most likely. That's no, gonna be James Madison. If they get the freaking thing, 
Air Force is on a two-game losing streak. They lost to Hawaii. Like Hawaii doesn't even have a home field right now. They're playing I'm at some I'm gonna go athletic ahead and make my pick, So you can't say I'm stealing yours. I'm going to go Air Force. Oh, I'm going to go with UNLV. Well, I stole your thunder. LMAO. <laughs> we might not, we might disagree on this one. Probably not. Minnesota at Ohio State. I'm going with Ohio. Listen, Ohio State. I don't know what I was going to say. They 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 beat Michigan State. <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr. They're Crazy I'm performance. A, I'm gonna go Ohio State too. Surprisingly, what did Minnesota? Minnesota is like the most boring team ever. They lost by multiple scores to Purdue. Yeah, give me Ohio State. They beat Iowa. They did, but they got cheated. Iowa did. Iowa should only have one loss. Shut out to Penn State. <laughs> Oklahoma State at Houston. Okay, Oak State, right? They come off this crazy win against OU, and then they get absolutely bent over by UCF. UCF came out in them space uniform. It's over. You're, yeah. You guys are cooked. And now, Oak State is favored to beat Houston by seven on the road. <laughs> I'm going to go Oklahoma State. I guess I'll go Oklahoma State, too. I don't want to be Houston. <laughs> was one of my mini picks that would look dumb. Just when I was like, you know what, I'm going to go Houston. Sneaky game here. Not, not really, but it could be. New Mexico State at Auburn. I was about to say, I hope you have this game on here. I'm going with, I'm going to go with Auburn. Dude, that would be, like, New Mexico State is like, they got into the CUS today. Now they're 8-3. Imagine if they beat Auburn and Jordan Hare. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. So I'm going he on. freezes. Gone. Anywho, the team we were just talking about, UCF. At Texas Tech. Texas Tech beat Kansas. Did I not mention Texas Tech is not just some mid-team? And they shut out Kansas in the first half. And then they beat beat Kansas. Texas Tech is decent. But UCF also killed Oak State. Whatever that means. I don't know if anybody cares about that. We're going to go with Texas Tech, though, because Texas... Mm, I don't know, both of these teams coming off rank wins and they're still five five. Like what? Yeah. F that's what this is why this game's on FS two. I don't even have FS two. <laughs> I don't either. I'm going Texas Tech with you. You pick the same as me? That's crazy. That means UCS winning for sure. <laughs> Kansas State at Kansas. Oh. We get this game. Okay. This is in Lawrence. 
Kansas State favored by eight. What's what did Kansas State do last week? They killed Baylor. I'm gonna go Kansas State. This is by is by one score to Missouri, Texas, and Oklahoma State. Guess what? What? I'm gonna go Kansas. <laughs> wow. I don't do that. <laughs> Dude, Kansas State is like. No, I'm picking like who I think is gonna win. Like, it's just that team you just don't want to. What? What? You cut out. My bad. You cut out. Can you hear me? Yeah. Dude, that was something. Um, I'm just going to start over when I was talking about Kansas State. Yeah, Kansas State's only three losses are by one score. I mean, they lost to Oklahoma State by eight, but that's still one score. Texas by three, Oak State by eight, and Missouri by three. Like three ranked teams. Kansas. Who all did Kansas lose to? I know they lost to Texas Tech. Oklahoma. Just this past week. They beat Oklahoma, actually. They lost to Oh, Oak yeah, State. you're right. Texas, Texas, Texas. And they bad. got and they got yeah, they got murdered by Texas. I'm going to go Kansas State. Kansas State, like, <laughs> it's crazy that all of their losses are by one score. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Kansas State in Lawrence. Boise State at Utah State. You, <laughs> couple of five and five Mountain West teams trying to be bowl eligible. Boise State just fired their coach. I'll go Utah State at home in Maverick Stadium. Let me I'll guess. Go, I'll go Utah State too. Oh, broke the consistency here. Number five, Washington. At number 12, Oregon. Oregon State, I mean. That's not the Oregon no, State. Not the, that's not the rankings. I got to chill. <laughs> I mean, Oregon State's only 11. <laughs> yeah, that's true. the only thing that's different. Oregon State is favored in this game. I mean, two and a half, but they're favored. Ten and Washington has the benefit of the doubt in this game. Washington is coming off. Washington has been flirting with disaster. Yeah, they wanted to lose to Utah so bad. They they said screw a freaking scoop and score. We're just going to drop it at the one and then get a safety. 
Yeah. We wanted two instead of six. I can't, I, I don't know. Like I get Oregon state. They're rank 11. They're at home. I mean, Oregon state just came off a massacre against who Stanford. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't completely hate it, but like Washington has been one of the best teams in the country all season. And these only like close games flirting with disaster against like good teams, you know? Yeah. I mean, the past couple weeks. I, I'm going to go with Washington. I'll go Oregon State. See, I don't hate the what's being different here. It's like the more I look at it, though, there's more of a coin flip than I thought. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I'm kind of going through and re-putting all these rankings in now. Are you good, buddy? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Washington. You're going Washington. I'll go Oregon State. Not because I'm being different, because I think that's who's going to win. Because Washington's been flirting with the disaster for like four weeks now. Yeah, it feels like they're just going to lose at some point. And Oregon State's like, you know what? We're going to beat Washington, and then we're going to beat Oregon. (laughs) And then we're going to do it again in the conference championship game. (laughs) And then we're going to make the (laughs) playoffs. I don't know. It might. It would be crazy. Two loss Oregon State gets in the playoff. No, they wouldn't. I really thought they only had one loss. That's my that's my bad. It'd be, it'd be crazy Oregon that, that the last game next week against Oregon is gonna be crazy. Their scheduling is also crazy. You get Washington and Oregon to end the year. Yeah. And then you're going to get one of them again. (laughs) If you win, if you win both of them, you're going to get Washington again. (laughs) Right? No, I think they're not doing divisions anymore. They're not. Right. That's what I'm saying. If Oregon State were to win both of these, they'd they'd have the tiebreaker over Oregon. Wait, did they lose to Arizona? They did, so Arizona would. They were not going to the conference unless Arizona loses. It's going to be Washington and Oregon again if they went out. Yeah, yeah. But no, if they no. beat Oregon, which is high, high possible, these next two games are could easily be a win. If, if if Oregon State beat, all right. If Washington won out and Oregon State beat Oregon, does Arizona have the tiebreaker over? Or is Oregon had Tupper Guerrero, Arizona? They didn't play. So how's that work? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Anyhow. I'm going to Oregon State. 
I'll pick the Cougies. Or no, we're not Huskies. They're Husky. <laughs> I call you, them com- com- you combined, you combined <laughs> Huskies and Cougars. Cougars and Huskies, bro. What am I on? I was thinking, of, I, w- I was like, I was trying to be funny and say Cougies instead of Cougars because I was thinking of the Washington State. Whatever. Number nine, Missouri hosting Florida. I guarantee you, I pick Missouri confidently here, and then Florida wins. 100%. That's what's just going to happen. <laughs> I'm going Missouri. I will go Missouri too, but I, I guarantee you, Florida wins. Probably so, since you picked Missouri. Now. Dude, after that, like, four and one, four and two start, Florida is flirting with just not even making a ball altogether. <laughs> yeah, they got Missouri and Florida State left. <laughs> but they're playing in the swamp at night next week against Florida State. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's objectively a tough game. Now, the battle of which staff will get fired. FIU at Arkansas. Sam Pittman legacy game. We're going going with Arkansas. Yeah, I'm going to go Arkansas too. But if if Arkansas loses this game, Sam Pittman's fired the next day. Yeah, for sure. Kentucky at South Carolina. Talk about a mid-off. Oh, boy. Can't wait to not turn this game on. <laughs> We're going to go. Does South Carolina really have momentum? Like, is that exist? Four and 16? I mean, I mean, they're on a two game winning streak and they come off killing Vanderbilt. But Vanderbilt's an FCS team pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going Kentucky. Dang it. You have to make me pick South Carolina. No, I'm going to pick Kentucky. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kentucky, too. But, like, every time I do pick South Carolina, they lose. Every time I pick against South Carolina, they win. I don't get it. Like, I I, I need – I don't have any trends at all in my pickums, bro. Outside of, like, picking Georgia every week, I, I – I don't have any like good trends that I can just follow in my pickums. Like, oh, every time I pick this team, they so I'm going with them. You know, there's nothing I could follow. Every time I pick a team, they lose. That's the trend I can follow. <laughs> At this point, I could just I just have to just not pick. Pass. <laughs> Nebraska at Wisconsin. Bunch of mid-offs this week. Oh, these teams are going bowling. Um, Give me Nebraska and Camp Randall. Matt Rule gets the Cornhuskers to a bowl for the first time, and we're, we're checking. When was the last right. time Nebraska went bowling? Probably 2016. I'll go to Nebraska, too, because my Wisconsin Big Ten Championship pick is out of, out of the window. So, Absolutely. I think it was 2016 the last time that Wisconsin went bowling, or Nebraska went bowling. They went nine and four in 2016. 
yeah, it was. Oh yeah, it's been since 2016 since they made a bowl. You remember a couple years ago where? <laughs> they just couldn't win a one score game and they went three and nine because of it. Who, Nebraska? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They lost to look at if you want to look at if you want to chuckle, look at Nebraska's twenty twenty one schedule. Their losses are to Illinois by eight, Oklahoma by seven, Michigan State by three. Michigan by three, Minnesota by seven, Purdue by five, Ohio State by nine, Wisconsin by seven, and Iowa by seven. That's like Arizona State this year. Yeah, I called Arizona State like the Nebraska a couple years ago. They, you, you were in every single game, <laughs> and you go three and nine. Yeah, that's crazy. That is like that's impressive. <laughs> that's really impressive. They were three and three, six games into the year, and then every single game after that, they were in against teams like Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa, Purdue. Even was good that year. And you lost every single one. <laughs> Scott Frost is probably the only person on earth that can do that. <laughs> anyway. All that being said. Nebraska. Nebraska's going bowling again. <laughs> Number seven, Texas. Versus Iowa State. Texas fucking my disaster too a little bit. This is a trap game. Iowa Arch State's Manning, not Arch Manning, Arch Manning announced he's coming back. After Quinn Ewers said he's coming back. I mean, not Arch Manning. Quinn Ewers. I don't know why I said Arch Manning. Oh, Quinn Ewers is probably coming back next year. Yeah, Quinn Ewers is all but announced he's coming back is what I meant to say. I don't know why. Yeah. Or I... Do you think Arch Manning is gone? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't think it's no. Nah, he might. He reg. He's probably gonna redshirt this year. I mean, yeah, he's he hasn't played. And then next year he'll be a freshman. He'll just sit and learn, and then he'll be a starter his sophomore year. So probably not. I mean, if he just wants to start for one year. I mean, or unless he, you know, rides out his college career, but I, I would, I would guess that if he waits till after next year to play, then he's draft eligible by then. Right. And him being Arch Manning, I guess, I'm guessing he's going to go declare. I don't know. But I'm gonna go with Texas on the road. They're only favored by seven. Like this is definitely a trap game. This is like the definition of a trap game. Yeah, Iowa gave up twenty to. Uh, I mean, Iowa State gave up twenty to Iowa. So uh, just think about what Texas is gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Texas. 
Here we go. Game of the week. Appalachian State at James Madison. 10 and 0 James Madison. The Dukes. Favorite in both sports. I'm going James Madison. Is it is it wait, was is this game day? This is game day, yeah. I f- <laughs> Let's go. James Madison. Yeah, well, I always no. have the game. I always have the game day game last. I was like, why is this last? Then I remember this is the game day game. We're gonna go with James Madison, obviously. This is when they went to the app state last year in like week three. Right, and yeah, then the yeah, App State yeah. ended up winning like seven games. <laughs> yeah, they lost the game they went to, didn't they? No, they won on a Hail Mary. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they lost the next week. Yeah. They they went to one and one App State. <laughs> <laughs> because they beat a terrible, highly ranked AM team. And they Lost in like double time to UNC after scoring 60 something points. So they were like, let's go to App State. Then they went on a Harold Mary, and everybody's like, oh, App State, darlings of college football. And then they won like seven games. <laughs> Nobody talked about them ever again. How many games did they win? They won six games. Sorry. Didn't even play in a bowl game. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go with JMU. That will conclude the Week 12 College Football Pickers. That will conclude this week's episode. We had a meaty episode this week. Start off with some some coaching carousel. Got to love that. Always love this time of the year. Late in the season, coaches are getting fired. Uh, the playoffs are looking more fortified every week. Um. The great teams, you know, are separating themselves. So we, we like, even if the the exact playoffs aren't, you know, like what's going to happen, we we have an idea who's going to be in there. Always, always, like, like it's sad that it's almost over, but we we love the chaos and we love the, you know, everything that's going on. So that's going to conclude this week's episode. Please, 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 please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Turn on post notifications so you guys never miss when we upload. Uh, upload an episode big big changes coming to the podcast starting next week um i'll leave that up to y'all's imagination but big big changes um follow spotify follow up a podcast wherever you guys get your podcasts um and we will see you guys back this time next week peace out